Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Black Case Diaries. Uh, this is a special episode because it's part one of a, a lot of part thing. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do. Um, this is our first episode of our Disney Princess bracket. We're gonna Woo! find out who is the best, yeah. right? And we're gonna have uh, guests come on and help us decide, which is yeah. gonna be a lot of fun this week. We have our first guest. It's one of my favorite husbands. Definitely top three. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Almost. Uh, his name is Jacob. Say hello. Hello. Yes. I'm Robin. Hey, I'm Marcy. And Adam, of course, the voice you heard first. <laughs> wow. And last. <laughs> and last. Um, but uh, to start off with, we're going to preface a few things. Um because our bracket might look a little weird to you guys. You might be thinking you're missing a couple or right. there are a few that you wouldn't think of. So we're going to talk about that first. Mm-hmm. I think we should address the elephant in the room first. The big one that is missing. Um, if you look at our bracket. Which will Mul- be on the blog. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Which is on the blog <laughs> right now. Um, Mulan is missing. <gasps> we did not include Mulan. And it's not because we don't like her. We love Mulan. Mulan is amazing. She's uh, a badass. Yeah, she's insane. I love her so much. She's so cool. She's not a princess, though. Um, <gasps> yeah. But Why she's not, on the official Robin? list. I know. I know she is, but she's just not royalty. She doesn't marry into royalty. She wasn't born into royalty. She's not even the daughter of a chief like some other princesses. So we decided. We talked about it. Yep. Yeah. She it, is was in, a, it was a discussion. Yeah, she is in no way... <laughs> Uh, a princess, right. like technically, right? And you know it, that's awesome. Anyway, you know, like mm-hmm. who says you have to be a princess to be a badass? She's, right, exactly. No, she's amazing. She still saves all of China, so. right? She no, she's <laughs> sweet. And you know, at some point in time, hopefully, we can do a bracket with Disney women. Because remember, there are a lot of really cool Disney women, like you know, Nani and Lilo. Of course, you've got mm-hmm. Meg. And Esmeralda, these are people from other Disney movies that aren't princesses, but also kick ass. So, yeah. really, absolutely, it's we we can do it, man. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> what, she's sweet, and also if she was in the bracket, she'd probably win. So yeah. that's a good we, chance. We had to win. toss her out. Come on, um, gotta give them all but, a chance. <laughs> but right, so so that's the that's the biggest uh, one that people might be upset about. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the other ones um, we've added princesses that are not on the official list as well. Mm. And we added three princesses from Pixar. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Because we say if Merida gets in, then the rest of them get in. Right. But mm-hmm. there are only two other ones. So Yeah. Um. So this is a Disney <laughs> Pixar list. Right. Yes. Yeah. So let's get right into it, shall Ooh. we? Let's just jump into it. Yeah. <laughs> Round one. No getting our feet wet. Just... <laughs> nah, Woo, fam, we're jump just jump, jumping right in. Cannonball. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Also, uh, I think Jacob's going to be the judge. Ah, right? yes. Um, yes. We, we are, the way we're doing it, the three of us, the normal hosts, are going to um, debate about yes. who we think is <laughs> best or kind of give points as to why they are uh, why they deserve to win or move on. And then our, our guest here. Um, Thank you. I, I just, just some words <laughs> of advice. Um, much like in poker, you aren't playing the game you're playing the other players so <laughs> impress me <laughs> wise words this, is, this but this is not a competition where we'll be awarded points or anything because mm-hmm. there's three hosts debating for two characters so we can't right. really like do it okay, like that so anyway. i cannot award points no you cannot 
Well, I mean, you can't. We'll see. That doesn't mean they're going to mean anything. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Gotta miss that show. Anyway, so we're going to get right into it. First round is going to be Princess Elanwi from the Black Cauldron versus Princess Tiger Lily from Peter Pan. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, starting on that. Start. Not, yeah, these are two princesses that definitely, they might not come to mind right away. Mm-hmm. When you think of Disney princesses, neither one of them are like on the official list that Disney kind of you know promotes. Right. Um, they didn't have a cameo in Wreck It Ralph too. Um, right. One of them was on our most underrated Disney movies episode as well. Yeah, Alonwi. And so, like, maybe we should talk about her first then. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Now, what do you guys think about Princess Alonwi? She is pretty dang cool. She. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, if you remember from the Black Cauldron, the villain is the Horn King, who's god dang terrifying. Um, but she don't she don't care, right? She doesn't care, <laughs> and that's pretty cool. Um, alone because <laughs> because I'd be scared of the Horn King um, <laughs> and what he's doing. I mean, we're scared of him now, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, he's behind just, me, and I'm he's terrified. just an yeah, animation. <laughs> he's he's yeah, just yeah, like a skeleton looking thing. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Taryn? Mm-hmm. Uh, he meets Alonwi when yeah. he's going to try to rescue his pig. <laughs> and um, Like all true love stories. <laughs> and Alonwi is waiting for him in the dungeon. She's actually not in the dungeon. She's in like the catacombs underneath the castle. She's trying to escape. And uh, she's totally not afraid Mm-mm. of the fact that she's been captured by the Horn King. She has a magical orb. Mm-hmm. So she possesses some sort of magic that never really gets explained. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's explained in the books that the movie is based off of. So the Horn King captured her because he thought that her orb would take him to the Black Cauldron, which it didn't. So he just imprisoned her and she's like, fuck this. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> she literally is just like roaming the I, castle I trying honestly, to find a way out. <laughs> right. And I honestly think even without the guy coming along looking for his pig, I think she would have ended up getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, anyway. I think she shows him how to escape. She does. Oh, yeah. That's right. She does. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so you know, she don't need no man. Yeah. Because later she fights with him in a way. Because he's like, you know, oh, I'm awesome. I had the sword. I got us out of there. And she's like, hey, wait, <laughs> fuck that, dude. I showed you the way. Yeah. <laughs> You'd probably still be looking for your damn pig if it weren't. For yeah. Me. Right. So I mean, she was not afraid to tell him he was fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. For real. So, okay, so we've got Alonwi, who's kind of, she's brave and she's smart. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Tiger Lily, who doesn't speak at all <laughs> in Peter Pan. So we don't, uh, she, uh, she, she says help. Yeah, she calls for help and then water like cuts her off because it's like. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. Um, Props to you. <laughs> so if you guys remember Tiger Lily and Peter Pan, she um, basically she, she's the daughter of the chief of the tribe of Neverland. Mm-hmm. They do call her Princess Tiger Lily mm-hmm. in the movie, so you know there there's you that. Go. She Counts. is a princess. Bam. Um, and um, and since there are other princesses who are from a tribe who are daughters of the chief, it counts. You know what I mean? Right. Um, because in that culture, that is the royalty, and that's all you need. Um, yeah. Even though she doesn't speak, um, one of the one of my favorite things about her is how quickly she um dismisses peter pan yeah um because peter is like this i'm the best at everything yeah. and I, <laughs> everyone should 
think I'm awesome. And then she's like, nah, I don't even care. <laughs> and he, you know, eventually yes. she's like lightens up to him. But, you know. I I love how stoic she is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, She doesn't say anything, but like, you know, when she's captured by Captain Hook, she's she's in the canoe and her mm-hmm. and her face is like up. Like, mm-hmm. like, nope. Yeah, yeah turned like, away, not even yeah. looking at him. Yeah, I don't even give a shit about you. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's got, like, that perfect posture. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm actually in command. You yeah. have right. no power over like, me. And she, and my favorite thing about her is the fact that uh, Captain Hook threatens her with death. He leaves her on a rock to drown. And he's like, tell me where Peter Pan's hideout is. And she doesn't, because she doesn't talk in the whole movie. <laughs> um, she just is like, nah. And he was, and they even kind of mention it in the movie that if she drowns, her people believe that if she drowns, she basically can't go to heaven. They call it like the happy hunting grounds, but that's I'm get, that's like their yeah. equivalent of heaven. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, so, she, not only is she threatened with death, she's threatened with a not fun afterlife, eternal damnation. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> And she still doesn't give it up. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, when Peter Pan fights Captain Hook and he gets chased away by the crocodile, Peter Pan almost fucking forgets to save her. Yeah. <laughs> he remembers at the last second. Yeah, because Wendy's like, hey, Peter, <laughs> what about Tiger Lily? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the girl that gave almost gave up her afterlife for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, for real. So, all right. So what do we think if we're going to compare these two? What do you... How well, do you guys feel about them? Well, um, after describing them, you realize that both of them were, like, not even afraid of their respective villains, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah. Um, Alon not afraid of the Horn King and Tiger Lily not afraid of Captain Hook, um, even in the slightest, you know, to the point where she didn't even look at him. Yeah. You know? And Alon was ready to get out of that castle on her own. So Yeah. So they're both incredibly brave. And I think where they differ the most is that Alon seems very affectionate. Like, she's affectionate to Gurgi. Right. And she does seem to kind of have a relationship with Taryn, but at the beginning, she's resistant to him because she's just kind of like, look, Mm -hmm. you're an idiot boy that I I just decided to help. Like, But she, you know, even though she doesn't have to help him find the pig or stop the Horned King or anything, she does it it, even though she doesn't have to. Um, Tiger Lily kind of gets totally roped in to everything, and so Mm -hmm. she doesn't doesn't volunteer – to be in the situation she's in, but Alon we does. And I think without <clears throat> without them having gone to visit the the Indians, um, wherever they live on like this, you know, at the edge of a cliff or whatever, if I remember the map of Neverland, but um if they hadn't gone there, maybe she wouldn't have been roped into all this at all, you know. Right. Because before before they went to meet them, you know, she didn't know anything about Peter Pan or, or may have not. So if they never went to visit them, um, Captain Hook may have not even been interested in her, you know, um, right. without having met Peter Pan in the first place or having anything to do with him, he may have just left her alone. So because of Peter Pan, she kind of got <laughs> roped into all this. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but, he, and oh. even still, sorry, and even still didn't give him up. Right. Her, like her resolve was yeah, just so absolutely. strong. She, you know, she could have given him up easily and she decided not to (laughs) because the the reason that the tribe didn't come save her is because they thought that it was peter pan that had taken her anyway and they were like ah you know like i mean they're playing he'll bring her back right um but nope (laughs) (laughs) could have been a lot worse yeah it was pirates yeah Yeah. so okay so if we are going to compare them we have to pick a winner well actually jacob does thinking about tiger lily she was like tied up 
she could, you know. <laughs> yeah. She, she was. couldn't exactly take she action. Up. I mean, she would have, right? She most likely would have. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe if Smee were bumbly enough to un- untie her or something. Yeah, she was like, mm-hmm. she was pretty strong, it seemed like, and, and she seemed to be very strong-willed. Yeah, and, and she was she was like ready to yeah. accept whatever Captain Hook was about to give her, you know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so it's hard. <laughs> what do you think, Mars? How are you feeling? You just watched the Black Cauldron last I night. I did, yeah, and I, you know, it's interesting because like they they call her Princess Alonwe, and she says she's Princess Alonwe, right? But when she's tied up um, with Taryn and the um, minstrel, I believe it was. Um, the Horn King comes in and calls her a scullery maid. He doesn't say huh. anything but that she's a scullery maid. He doesn't call her a princess. You know, it, so that weird. was interesting. I was like, why did he well, call her a he scullery just giving maid? giving her like an insult? I like, guess I, yeah. I was going to yeah. say, like, I, I'd have to watch it again. It could either be an insult or he knows something that we don't. Yeah. yeah. Well, I haven't read the books, so. Yeah. I, Oof. Maybe. Me neither. Yeah. So me neither. For the case of this argument, we're going to say that it was an insult. <laughs> um, because I mean, that sounds you know that's something that yeah that would be said and maybe would be insulting. Yeah, to he's just trying to make her mad because yeah. she's royalty. Yeah. yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um, other than that, like I mean, I I liked her character. It was it was it was very strong willed, and she you know was able to stand up for herself. But at the same time, like. Tiger Lily, man, I really like her too. Like, (laughs) the problem I'm having is that Tiger Lily just doesn't have much of a part in the movie, Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to disassociate that. Yeah, Um, because that's not we're not debating the movie; we're debating the character, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one to do when we do Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. she's not really in the movie. She she is not. (laughs) Yeah, as as brave and and cool it was for tiger lily to defend peter pan like that and not give him up i mean maybe it was kind of a dumb you know maybe a little bit of a dumb thing to trust this kid um who who well almost forgets to save her you know yeah, I can't yeah, I don't she's know. loyal like. though right yeah. right she i'm not no rat. right i'm not trying to right that's why i don't it's hard for me to it's say hard. that because it's not. Yeah, well, because if she had given him up, Peter Pan would have mm-hmm. killed him. I mean, Captain Hook would have killed Peter Pan. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he tries to bomb him. Right. If you remember yeah. from the movie, yeah, right, right. literally yeah. like throws no, a bomb. No, absolutely. Yeah. But but I think in terms of what I what I like a little bit more is the action that that Alonwi is able to take despite all of the horribleness that is the Horn King and his army of the dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I agree that the Horton King is a little more frightening than Captain Hook. Yeah, um, yeah. Captain Hook seems a little bit more bumbly. Yeah. yeah, but I and I do think that if this is just a really tough choice, I do think yeah. Alonwi. These are all going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that La- Alonwi is uh, very strong and she's special because she's totally forgotten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she really um, is, and it's not her fault. The movie didn't do well, uh, but. You know, I really, I like Tiger Lily a little just because, I don't know, I, I really, I really respond to the loyalty thing. Mm-hmm. I really feel she was able to, you know, she did everything she could, mm-hmm. you know, and like, and she didn't give a shit, mm-hmm. you know, and she was faced with so much. Yeah. I think it just shows that she has really great leadership. Mm-hmm. That, uh, she, That's that very her, true. 
her bravery, like it shows that she will be an amazing chief or yeah. leader or, you know, yeah. Because I guess they wouldn't really call her queen. She'd right. probably just She'd be, be chief. chiefess. Yeah. Um, I think it shows that she'll be an amazing leader. I mean, with her, like you were saying, yeah. her loyalty and her bravery, like, I think she'll be able to lead. People will follow. That's very true. Yeah. All right. Jacob. So, yeah, I'm crazy biased. The Black Cauldron is one of my favorite movies. Oh, uh, no. My dad loved it growing up, and I absolutely uh, share that admiration. Separated from the movie, though. Okay, mm. well, still. <laughs> um, yeah, the, That's what with, you have to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, with Tiger Lily, like, the points you guys brought up are very, are very valid and very true, but kind of like what Adam was saying, I, I um, respect the action more. I mean, lack of action is still action, and that's admirable on on her part. But uh, Elon, we like going out and fighting and taking the odds, like totally just at brute force face level, and just still persevering is uh, admirable. So I'm definitely going with Elon. We God, I love Black Cauldron so much. It's yeah. such a good movie. It's too biased. We judge. I know. Yeah, get someone, get him out, kick him out. <laughs> yeah, um, security. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, that's how that goes. Next. Yeah, I never agreed to be impartial, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, round two. Dot and Ada. Both I... from the same movie. All right. A Bug's Life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Ada is the older Ada's the older princess. Mm-hmm. She's voiced by Julie Louise Dreyfus. <gasps> yeah. 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 Didn't know that, but it makes either. sense. Like, if I were to watch it again, I yeah. think I'd be able to pick that out. Yeah. And uh, she's the heir to the to the throne. To the, to the anthill. Anthill, yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, she is the one that she's kind of uh, very, I'm not really sure how to describe her in the beginning of the movie, a little flighty maybe, kind of mm-hmm. scared, I think she scattered. she was nervous about the responsibility that she had because it yeah. was like harvesting season, right? Where yeah. if they yeah. don't get enough food, they're mm-hmm. screwed. Right. Yeah. Um, so she was like super nervous to make sure everything was going right because she cares so much mm-hmm. about every, you know, everybody. She's the princess, right? Her mm-hmm. her mother, the queen is obviously much older. Yeah. You know, not really as hands-on as she used to be. Mm-hmm. Um so so the responsibility was falling on her. So yeah, so flighty or nervous is a good way to put it. Right. And she uh dismisses the main protagonist Flick mm-hmm. uh pretty, multiple times. Yeah, pretty early on mm-hmm. in the movie. Um she's just wants to, you know, do what she can to help the help the right. colony. She wants to she it's not like a tradition, but she wants to do it the way they've always done it, just to make sure it gets done right. right. Um, whereas Flick is like, guys, we can harvest twice as much with this machine or, or whatever. Yeah. And she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to rely on that right. in case something were to go wrong or whatever. And she's unsure about being a leader. Whereas Dot is a little different. Dot is younger. She's voiced by Hayden Panettiere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. She's just a, she's just <laughs> wow. a child. She's the youngest yeah. character in the whole movie, I think. Yeah. And Dot is really special because she believes in Flick the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, and whereas Adam starts to believe in him more at the end of the movie. Uh, both characters kind of go through these really big changes. Ada becomes more confident and being a leader, she takes more responsibility near the end of the movie when she's facing Hopper, telling, you know, she's she's one that 
is responsible for everything. Right, but then mm. she doesn't she doesn't put it all on her own shoulders. Right. You know, she starts out where it's I have to do this and it's my responsibility. I'm the princess. Oh god. But then she's like, "No, it's okay to ask for help." You know, yeah. and and it's part of the whole confidence thing, not being afraid to ask for help when you need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and also she's the one that rescues Flick at the end of the movie right. when Hopper kidnaps him. Uh but Dot, I feel like, goes through maybe a little bit more of a change uh, because she's not really accepting a role. She just, in the beginning of the movie, she's like a little kid. She's a little, maybe a little bit naive, tiny bit, you know? Um, Yeah. She totally believes in Flick. He's like her friend. She's the only one that likes him. Um, And, you know, so she believes everything he does. And even after everyone exposes him as a fraud when she finds out that Hopper is going to smash the queen, she goes and tells Flick, even though she, you know, she suddenly, suddenly she can fly. She hasn't been able to fly the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so she's, she's able, you know, she like kind of grows up a little bit. She develops the ability to fly. She goes, she, you know, tells Flick what's going on. She uses, you know, his, like, I don't know, his affection towards her. Like, Hey, please come back. Save my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. And, you know, and then she, you know, gets her friends to help him, you know, with the fake bird to scare away Hopper. And, you know, and, and the, I think the biggest change that she goes through is that she's terrified of the grasshoppers. But at the end, she, you know, scares, scares them off. Mm-hmm. So uh, they they both a lot of characters in that movie go through. You know, they're all pretty dynamic. You know, mm-hmm. they yeah. <laughs> go through a lot of changes. Yeah. yeah. So, um. But, you know, Ada's really, it, you know, it really is cool when she finally does step up and, you know, she when she embraces Flick's ideas and she, you know, can really, she can show that she's really good at being a leader right. and rallying the group. And, and then the entire colony is better off for it. Yeah. yeah. You know, with the addition of, like, believing in Flick a little bit and maybe learning how to do some of that themselves. Yeah. Um, as well as keeping some of the things in line, telling Flick, well, no, you know, some things are got to be the way they are or whatever. Yeah. Even though I guess they don't have to worry about the grasshoppers anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. Oops. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, overall, the entire colony benefits not only from Flick and the main character doing what he did, but her whole change of mind, you know, towards mm-hmm. that. Towards change in general, I guess. So she finally learns to embrace change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her mom does not get smashed because mm-hmm. of Flick. And then, you know, and then Ada saves Flick from being killed later on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's also probably what ultimately leads Hopper to die because she, they kind of lead Hopper to the bird. Right. Yeah, the, the IRL bird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So let's see. Yeah, so Dot, um, her na- naivety. I want to talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, so in the beginning, she has a like a. It seems like a really big imagination. She's very naive, uh, you know, all that. She's and a then, kid. yeah, yeah, she's a little kid, which is good. It, it, I mean, it really shows, you know, how, kind of almost what everybody else goes through in life. You know, you have this naivety, and then you find out what the world is really like, and you're like, oh shit, you know, this is actually. <laughs> pretty scary there are some bad people and or grasshoppers in this world (laughs) um and uh even though she faces those grasshoppers she is able to like overcome the fear that comes with that and is able to like kind of 
fight them off herself and be like, yeah. you know what? No, it, you know, I'm going to be all right. Like, right. you go away. And she, her belief in Flick never falters ever. Mm-hmm. Even when she finds out, because everyone thinks that he brought warriors, but he brings circus performers. <laughs> right. And uh, uh, she never, she doesn't care. Mm-mm. She's not like, oh, wow, what a fuck up. You know, I don't like you anymore. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, not that anyone would say that in a Pixar movie, but that would be so <laughs> rad. That would make Bugs Life the greatest movie ever. <laughs> Thirteen Bugs Life. Yeah. Who's this fuck up? <laughs> Some random. Ant. That's their one f bomb. Yeah, yep. they're only allowed one. Yeah. So. yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's just her. It never falters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I love that about her. And yeah, it is really hard to choose between them because they're both in the same movie. It mm-hmm. seems it's really tough. They're both ants. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they're both princesses. Luckily, of, from though, the same queen. Yeah, luckily though, this is one of Jacob's favorite Pixar movies. So ah. should we just hand it over to him and let him decide? Yeah. What do you guys Let's think? Let's do, do it. it. Do All it. right, Mister Hap. What do you think? Ooh, thank you, Mrs. Hap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, get a room <laughs> thank you thank you this uh, is our room yeah. <laughs> oh. one of many folks <laughs> um yeah so this is a this is a pretty tough one uh because watching it when i was a kid i really liked dot a lot it's like yeah dude the real hero of the story um going back though and watching it you understand Ada's position a lot more I mean, imagine your mom is just like, yeah, fuck it. You know, you're in charge, so figure it out. And it's like, okay, well, if I fuck up, we all die. Um, <laughs> and then you got right. somebody that's like, I have this sweet way to do it. It's really unreliable. And you're like, I, no. And then he fucks up. And so then you're just like, we're fucking dead. And so then you have to process that and then try and save the day. Um, it's a really good synopsis of yeah. a bug's life. Yeah, I love I mean, it. honestly, again, rated our bug's life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then Don, on the other hand, is really kind of inspirational, right? You know, again, starts out with this, the naivete, the uh, big imagination, the believing in the underdog. Those are all really classic themes. And then it, it pays off in the end. Um, I, it, it's tough. I, I think, though, I'm going to side with Ada. I think much to some some people's chagrin um because i understand <laughs> oh, that position why little. did what what yeah. <laughs> we took no sides this no time. one took any sides i didn't name anybody why are you guys getting really defensive <laughs> that's weird you guys just I mean, we sides. just don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah you had an admirable choice he's yeah. talking okay. about the audience yeah <laughs> but the best part about having a judge decide means that we bear yeah, no don't, responsibility yeah. <laughs> don't <add> me. <laughs> um but again, I think that her position is a lot more understandable in that it's, I don't know, I guess realistic is not the right mm-hmm. word because it's a movie about fucking cartoon ants, but um, it makes a lot of sense, and I think that's a very realistic change. You know, Dot's position where she grows up and changes is has realistic uh, points to it too, but Ada's is very, very real, very concrete, very understandable, and a real change that we kind of go through accepting responsibility. Right, especially like, as adults now, yeah. you kind of feel it. A lot yeah. more. Yeah. You know, like, imagine having kids, you know? It's like, if I fuck up, like, this thing dies. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> right. yeah. it's that level of, like, holy shit. Like, I have to <laughs> I have to have my stuff together. And, mm-hmm. and so I can really respect that from her. So that's why she's my pick. Ada has one. Round. Thanks, Jake. Yeah, I Thank you. <laughs> Round three is going to be a bit of a, oh, shit. a battle. This is going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> um Good thing we're not battling each other, right, guys? Or a, or a yeah. yeah, I I'm waiting. Good thing <laughs> or it's a blizzard, a if you will. Um, mm-hmm. Round three is Elsa versus Kida. Oh, oh 
Oh, shit. From Frozen, obviously, and Atlantis. Atlantis. And go. (laughs) Begin. This is a really good matchup. I think that I was really proud of this matchup. I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it is. It's good. Um, we, we purposefully tried to make them difficult. Yeah. Um, obviously, Elsa's very popular right now. Yes. And, and there's a lot we can say about Elsa, and we will. Um, but I think it might be good to start with Kita, uh, yeah. just to make sure we get everything yeah. set out there. Kita is not really uh, one of the official Disney princesses. And I remember watching the movie just a few years ago, again and i thought why not why is she not yeah like we know yeah. that she doesn't i know she doesn't sing um but neither does merida so right she doesn't <laughs> yeah. need to um, right. come on <laughs> yeah i it's really the thing about uh Kida is that she's a warrior princess and when they designed her and when they made the movie the movie came out in 2001 and when they designed her uh, they were purposefully trying to make her not follow the Disney princess model. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to mm-hmm. make her seem like a damsel. Um, you know, they wanted to make her seem like someone who can rescue instead of be rescued. Right. And uh, that's why she's such a good pairing for Elsa because, you know, Elsa is all, also part of like the newer wave of right. Disney princesses. She's breaking that mold too. Right. But when Kida came, when Kida came around, you know, this was, this was the most recent one before Kida. If you count Mulan, would be Mulan. Um, right. But then before we that, don't. Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> so Pocahontas right. would be. So you know, this is they really were. The, this, these Disney princesses were really starting to change the game. And uh, uh, Kida, some of the things she does in the movie are really admirable. Uh, she leaves her city to like she she leaves her city with a bunch of hunters and gatherers, and she's like you know going through the the catacombs and trying to find stuff, and that's how she comes across Milo mm-hmm. and his companions. And right, she saves Milo even though she doesn't know who he is. Mm-mm. You know when they enter the city, she's the one who tries to convince her father, the king, that maybe they should embrace change, and that right. maybe. You know, even though he's saying, no, this is a bad idea. And ultimately, that ended not well for him. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, she's like, maybe we should embrace change. And maybe, uh, you know, because these people, especially Milo, knows about our culture in ways that we don't. We've totally forgotten because we've been around for thousands of years. Right. With no no connection to anything in the outside world. We don't know. That, that's Kida. <laughs> right. Uh, and I mean, I mean, on top of that, like you said, she's a warrior, so she's to- she's told about yeah. She can take care of herself. She can kick ass and take names. Right. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that, I mean, the only reason, honestly, that she isn't the hero of the film, like Milo saves her, but he saves her just because uh, when she decides to let, she has lets the, the heart of Atlantis kind of absorb her. Right. In order to save her people, and then she gets captured by, like, the... The bad guys, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the, you know, honestly, once they opened that chamber after, if they had gotten her out of there, I mean, she would kill the fuck out of them. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. So I mean, really, that's it's just because she was locked in that thing, um, right? But when the, he brings her back, she doesn't, she doesn't even mind uh, that she got taken. She just is like, cool. I need to stop this volcano from killing everybody, and mm-hmm. then she, you know, goes up into the heart of Atlantis, and yep. Another princess who's very devoted to her people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot, and that's a big theme with a lot of these princesses. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, you know, hop on over to Elsa. 
Any, someone I mean, want to take Elsa? Do we do we have to talk about Elsa? <laughs> I mean, I feel like everybody just knows Elsa. There are God, some things. So I think Elsa is special mm-hmm. because, and there are a few princesses on this list that, that kind of fall into this category. Mm-hmm. She is a character that does more for the people watching than she does for the people in the film. And when I say that, what I mean is that like kids watching the movie are seeing a lot of these lessons that taught to them by Elsa, but she's not necessarily doing things for characters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because she, she hides away from her people thinking that that will be the best thing for her people. Mm-hmm. But in fact, that obviously isn't. Right. I mean, we learned out. that. <laughs> yeah. And, but Yeah. And mm-hmm. Elsa's a special case of being misunderstood, too. Mm-hmm. She's she's really interesting because she's a misunderstood protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And Disney doesn't really... They hadn't really done something like that before. Um, and so the idea is it just kind of like she's pushing her sister away. She's pushing her people away. But this is because she's been told her entire life that she has that to. she has to do that. Yeah. And it's not, not because she's a mean person. It's just that's what she... Right. Yeah. At the start, mm-hmm. it was totally fine. She was using her powers with her sister all the time. And they were yeah. having a great, uh, grand old time. But, um, but then when the accident happened, you know, she had to hide it away. Yeah. It's a shame that she had to hide, like she hid in her room and just didn't do anything instead of just, you know, not using them. Right. Mm-hmm. But I guess, you know, who's who's to say if she had control over it or anything. But mm-hmm. Right. Um, it seemed like no. Not right. At, at, a, at a certain point, she, yeah, she didn't. You know, despite all that. Yeah. She still put the safety of others. Yeah. You know. See, and that's, that's the thing because I, I have heard parents talk about Elsa before and kind of be a little upset with the character and say, you know, well, she's so mean to her sister and I don't want my kids to see that and think that that's a good way to act. And I, I, you know, I think about that and I'm like, yeah, but she's also teaching kids that, you know, sometimes people do one thing when they really, they mean something else. And and also she's really notable because she's showing kids that she wasn't allowed to be herself. But when she was finally allowed to be herself, you know, it was it was beautiful. This whole, I mean, yeah. obviously, the whole "Let It Go" scene is yeah. is that triumphant it, I'm thing. I'm not familiar with "Let It Go." <laughs> is this something uh, you can yeah. let it go to hell? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can Google it. We'll yeah. you Google okay. it later. Yeah. We'll put a link to it in the blog. This yeah. is amazing. I'm pretty sure. So just in case anybody else out there doesn't Why know what is "Let no It Go" one is. Talking about this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's kind of showing, you know, showing the audience, showing the kids that, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of what I see some kids are getting from the story. And um, so, and Anna's a totally different, totally different story, <laughs> yeah. which is amazing because they're two characters in the same film. Right. I think that it would be important not to discount Elsa right away, just because mm-hmm. when you think about, um, you know, how incredibly hard it is to hide who you are, mm-hmm. especially from your own family. You know, she's lost both of her parents. She probably wasn't given the chance to grieve them. Uh, and, you know, and she lost a lot of years with her sister um, because she was told that no one would accept her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't know, like, I I know, I feel like her leaving wasn't, like, the, the greatest thing to do. But it was great that she, for herself, it was great that she did it for herself. And yeah, it's important to take to care go, of yourself. She needed to go through that first. Yeah, it's important for for you to think of yourself sometimes. It's not necessarily, you know. And when and when it comes time, you know, she does step up. Mm-hmm. You know, when she's like, oh, shit, but I don't think I know how to fix this. And I mean, she ends up saving Anna at the end of it, too. It's kind of hard to, it's hard to say if Anna really saves herself. Mm-hmm. Um, because Anna was, you know, 
true love didn't fix Anna. Um, except, you know, it was Anna's own love for Elsa that saved her. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, because Elsa was going to get killed and Anna steps in front of her, you know, as a, sh- as a shield. As a shield, yeah. And then she freezes. Right. And then she thaws because, you know. You know, the whole thing. You yeah. get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just yeah. a real... On, on. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a real quick point that I want to make. Um, some people might be thinking, uh, well, Elsa's the queen now. She gets um, made a queen in the movie, but... Yeah, she gets coronated. Yes, mm-hmm. but um, we're going to still leave her on the list because um, because we want to. The only person we left off is Mulan, and she's not royalty, guys. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, she, she, she still counts. But anyway... So yeah. yeah, we've got two really, really cool princesses. Yeah, you know, I mean her powers are sweet. Her powers yeah. are awesome. Yes. They're totally unexplained. Yeah, because they're. <laughs> they're I, we'll be explained in, yeah. in two. That's I'm what sure. that's what I'm thinking. But that doesn't mean Kida is any less awesome. Yeah, I mean right. the technology of Atlantis is basically magic, mm-hmm. and she was. Mm-hmm. You know the ruler of that, right? And so. she wields that power. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I feel like Elsa would be kind of jealous of Kita's childhood because Kita got oh. to like go around, run around the city, explore mm-hmm. anything she wanted, like do yeah. whatever, basically whatever she wanted. I mean, she, when Milo comes, she shows Milo all these different things. I think, right? Like, yeah, I mean, they take those um, awesome fish flying things <laughs> which but you know and, and that it's crazy because we don't know exactly when they lost the ability to do everything because milo had to show everyone how to that's how true. to get yeah, everything right. Right. yeah up and running because no one could read it is a it is a really good point though you make that she had a much more eventful childhood because mm-hmm. we we assume that elsa spent like her entire childhood up until how old is she 17 18 she, I think she's twenty one. Yeah. Oh, is she? Yeah. I think oh, she's in she, her 20s. oh, okay. Yeah, uh, and I think I think like Anna. I think Anna's like nineteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. After well, that one incident. Well, yeah. Well, regardless, she spent that many years in her room, essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and we don't know when she really became was you know mastered her powers. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. So, yeah. all right. So I guess have we made a solid? I we've think said so. Good, they're good both, things about both. Really cool. They are yeah. really so. Such cool characters. They really They're are. really good. Um, I, and I also want to say real quick, just if I know a lot of people are probably sick to death of Frozen. Um, but if you haven't seen it, it's still a great Disney movie. Mm-hmm. It's a great yeah. princess movie with awesome music. Mm-hmm. And then once you're done seeing it, then you can just get sick of the rest of it like I have. <laughs> it, like yeah. everyone else. It, in Frozen's a really important Disney movie. Right, but mm-hmm. I, I'm just trying to say don't knock Elsa because of right. the over-advertising that they've done with it. It's not her fault. It's not the movie's fault. Yeah. And you she's know. and she's going to, I mean, I, I think she's going to be a lot more likable when, again, when the new movie comes out. Yeah, I think, I think the second one is going to take more. it in a really interesting direction. Yeah. It's it, Based on the trailer, um, it's n- not a total cash grab like i thought it was gonna <laughs> yeah. be it looks yeah. like Seriously. they're actually they're actually moving it looks in the cool. direction looks yeah cool. yeah mm-hmm. all right mr hap okay um so yeah this is a pretty tough one especially i mean they've all been a little tough this one is really hard though because man am i am i absolutely sick of frozen i <laughs> absolutely yeah uh, jacob I, and i have a niece that uh well actually three three nieces and they that, all they all love it's all all they want (laughs) absolutely adore it um and there's nothing wrong with that just as an adult that is rough uh yeah 
But with that being said, I think that like thinking of her character kind of objectively as best as I can, um, I think that her changes throughout the movie, the things that she shows the audience and that she comes back and you know ends up saving Anna and the kingdom and everything. Um, I think that's really, really important and has a lot of value outside of the criminal marketing <laughs> that they did for this movie. Um, you know, I, I think there's a, a lot of weight in that. And I, I think that, you know, conversely with Kida, I think that she's really strong too. It has a lot of growth and has a lot of, you know, power um, and technology and personal strength and perseverance that she wields. Uh, but I... I hate, I hate this. I'm gonna say this. I think that Elsa's growth and like her mindset, accepting like yourself after you were kind of shunned by your own family and you didn't know what to do yourself. I think that is really important as far as like princess messages go. I think that's really important for personal growth. I think that shows a lot more depth to her character. Aikida has always loved her community has always loved her family, has always been willing and ready to sacrifice herself. So that, at the end, wasn't a change. It was just a culmination of her character, right? Whereas Elsa's was actually changing, growing, maturing, things like that. That's so, a good point. Um, I think that... Oof, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Elsa on this one. I think that just her... her, Like I said, her growth, her development, um, it shows a lot, of, a lot of strength, a lot of promise. In the next movie. I'm definitely surprised that you picked yeah. Elsa. You should be. I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah. I, you, I mean, I haven't been surprised at anything else that you've said. Really? Uh, no. No? Um, <laughs> I do know you kind of well. Um, no. <laughs> you know nothing about me. <laughs> <laughs> Nor you about I. Anyway. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Key to marriage, oh. folks. <laughs> um, but seriously, though. Kita. Yeah, I know her yeah. too. Kita. Key to marriage. Um. Elsa. But no, I really did think you were gonna weren't gonna pick Elsa, mostly because uh, yeah, because of the horrible. I, yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing. So yeah, it, that was tough uh, because after my first pick, I really tried to separate the movie and the the context from the characters. I mean, I don't regret my first pick. Absolutely not. She was. I mean, it sounds 100%. like you might be starting to regret it. No, we can go back and no, yeah, we'll go back. <laughs> no, but I, I tried to be a little fairer, um, and that's why I, I I think that just at the time of like Elsa's writing and what they wanted to do with the character is just better, right? If you if you take it at as it was when it came out, instead yeah. of all this other stuff that it blew right. up into, you know, it. it, it changes your mind a little bit yeah yeah all right all right these are all tough decisions too mm-hmm. they are and they will, con- that, really they, will, they will continue to be tough yes. going on into this and bracket. i make it look easy folks <laughs> <laughs> but that's why we're making the guests right. do it and it's all so we don't yes, have to do the all opinions <laughs> so everybody yeah calm down except mine yes, minor please. fact no, Jacob? objective truth Stop <laughs> but if you disagree you can go ahead and unsubscribe <laughs> <laughs> Adam, <laughs> we need as many followers. And then as resubscribe, possible. please. Yeah, and then resubscribe. Yep. Um, anyway, all right. The last one of this episode, round four, is going to be Aurora or Ooh. the Sleeping Beauty uh, versus Cinderella. Oof. This is going to be tough. <laughs> um, oh boy. So, I mean, I say that like I didn't. I didn't pair them up. Like. 
Um, yeah. So, wow, what a surprise. <laughs> well, I think let's start with Cinderella. Um, the ultimate princess, I guess, in I terms guess. of princessness. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, because it's like... The most well-known retold story yeah, Absolutely. Right. And yeah. she, she was only Disney's second princess. Right. Um, and, and, you know, it's it's a case where she wasn't born into it. She, you know, I think this is the first one who wasn't born royal, um, from our from our list here. Yeah, um, mm. but she married Prince Charming, right? Um, but they did not become king and queen right away, so she is a princess. But you know, she she has that that classic Disney magic, that classic tale. You know, with the fairy godmother changing her into this uh, beautiful princess. But we're you know, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's that classic princess whereas um aurora kind of has a you know still pr- pretty classic kind of has a lot of the same thing with the fairy godmothers and stuff but um you know it the story goes in a different direction right cinderella uh, kind of defines a f- the fairy tale yeah mm-hmm. when people think of think of a disney fairy tale they think of singing animals um you know a cheery upbeat princess you know the, and then i think the rags to riches thing is is mm-hmm. really what people attached to the fact that anybody can be a princess you know you can be somebody that cleans somebody house somebody's house or something mm-hmm. and still become a princess right, and have right. the worst stepmother ever yes yeah. yeah so uh when cinderella was born uh she was pretty wealthy it was a pretty wealthy family uh and then her mother died her mm-hmm. dad remarried thinking she needed a female influence in her life right. and he mm-hmm. married I the mean, wrong person. Yeah, I, uh, her witch. cat's name is Lucifer. So, <laughs> I mean, think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't give you a clue. <laughs> yeah, Lady Tremaine <laughs> is uh, the the evil stepmother that, and she, her daughter, she treats Cinderella really well until he dies, and then mm-hmm. she's like, hmm. Um, no, I don't have to. Yeah, anymore. so she yeah. just kind of squanders their wealth and uh, with her two daughters, and they treat Cinderella like garbage. Um, age-old tale yeah <laughs> so cinderella uh i think that she's most notable for being upbeat and positive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. despite the situation she's in um she's able to make friends with the mice right. that live in the house which are some of the best parts of the movie well if they weren't for the mice she wouldn't have mm-hmm. nothing would have happened yeah um the mice made her the dress mm-hmm. which gave her the you know gave her the confidence to be like hey right. can i go to the ball you know, she finished her... I mean, she's also a hard worker. Mm-hmm. She finished her chores. They gave her more chores, and then she yeah. still finished them. So she'd go to the ball. Um, you know, and then when she was locked up in the tower, of course, the mice are the ones that let her out. Mm-hmm. Um, and even even though some people may say that the fairy godmother did all the work, um, like you just said, she still did all that stuff before the fairy godmother showed up. Like, yeah. she was ready to do this, but then her stepmother was just the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And her sisters tore it up and everything. So it was kind of their fault. And then the fairy godmother steps in to make it right again. Right. You know, that's the fairy tale side of it. But that's not a knock on Cinderella and the effort she she took to, uh, to, to get there in the first place. Yeah, and the fairy godmother shows up to help her because she's such a true soul and deserves and, it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like yeah. that that's the idea i mean they weren't going to show up for lady tremaine or drizella or whatever right. wherever the hell their names were <laughs> tweedledee and tweedledum yeah, <laughs> yeah essentially um anastasia and drizella i think are their names yeah but yeah so 
honestly, she did some things herself. You know, she tried to follow the rules. And, you know, when she went to the ball, she wasn't, like, trying to find a man. She just wanted to go and enjoy herself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she deserved that, by the way. Yeah, but then... (laughs) Night out. But then... then, One night. Yeah, just a dance. But then these dang men always hopping up on ladies at the bar. Honestly, it's so uh, true. This tale is really as old as time. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't gotten to that princess yet. (laughs) I renounced my joke. (laughs) Please unlaugh at that. Thank you. <laughs> Unsubscribe. No. Um, but, and then resubscribe. Yeah, and then, so you can yeah. hear the correct one. Yeah, yeah, please. It's coming, folks. Um, anyway. But, so Aurora then kind of kind of has a similar thing, though she's born into royalty. Yeah. Um, but because of what happens, she has to kind of live in the you know, rags. Right, part, and she know. does not, but the, and like she has honestly, in comparison, a much better life. Oh, absolutely. Oh, um, yeah. you know, and the thing is though is that she never seems to care. She doesn't care that she's a commoner. Mm-hmm. Well, she, she thinks she is. Um, and she obeys like the fairies' rules. Right, and she doesn't know that they're fairies necessarily. They they don't use magic in order to hide mm-hmm. from Maleficent, right? Mm-hmm. But with that, she's still yeah, she's still this happy spirit and you know not even worried about the outside world even though i guess in terms of the what's going on in the kingdom it's not great yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> so like like it'd be like us seeing what's going on in in you know in the outside world you know what what's happening to us right now sure it's pretty great but then everything else kind of meh, who knows yeah. mm-hmm. so it, it's kind of the same thing you know um so she she's she's pretty cool in that way too. And um I really do I really do appreciate too that you know when she meets Prince Philip you know she falls in love with him immediately that's a thing. Classic. Uh but you know he was already her betrothed anyway mm-hmm. so good, she, good good job. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean she fell in love helps. with the right guy. It yeah. Helps that you fall in love with the person that you're supposed to marry anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um and when she meets him, though, she does she does remember that she's not supposed to talk to strangers. And she's like, how about you meet me at my house so that, like, you know, my aunts can supervise us, you know, mm-hmm. make, make sure he doesn't, you know, try anything. She's kind of uh, shows right. some shows it's, some smarts. Yeah, yeah she does. It's definitely yeah. responsible to do that. Um, even if he claims to be the prince. I don't know if he does. I don't he think he does either. I don't, I don't think she I don't think she knows he's the prince. Um. Mm-hmm. But even with that, you know. Because you know, think about it. He knows he's betrothed to somebody else. And she doesn't. Right, right. So, you you know, he's out there and he just finds a girl and he's yeah. just like. Hey, all right. <laughs> My name's Phil. I'm not, I'm not a prince. Wow. Oh, wow. You this, know, this woods girl. <laughs> I, I never even thought of that. Like, this this is, I love this movie. And. Yeah, I never even thought about that. How he's just like, Holy yeah, I'm betrothed, shit. but what I ain't married. I ain't married. Yeah, I'll see her. She's hiding somewhere. Yeah, I was eight years old her. when it all went down. Yeah. I barely know what happened. Yeah. There, but, there ain't no ring on this yeah, finger she's, yet. She's not coming back. Yeah, she's, she's supposed to go her. into an eternal slumber, and I'm supposed to wake her up. But whatever. Yeah, fuck <laughs> that noise. My name's Philly. <laughs> I may never see her again. I swear to God, whatever. if you went by Philly, that would be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> would would that change uh, your love for this movie, Marsha? Yeah, would change mine. <laughs> yeah, 
Hey, I'm Prince. I can't Philly. remember what his uh, horse is called. Like what? Philly and yeah, maybe know. he rides a Philly. Yeah. yeah. Oh maybe hey. He a um, <laughs> the horse's name is Cheesesteak. Yeah, Cheesesteak. <laughs> Philly on a Cheesesteak. <laughs> hey, I'm Philly. This is Cheesesteak. <laughs> Oh God! That's oh I'm back on board. Yeah, honestly, I would watch that movie. The horse is voiced by Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh. Anyway, we digress. Yeah. Uh, so Jake, which one do you think? <laughs> well, well, it's our the, distinguished judge over here. Yeah. yeah. There's one more thing I, I want to bring say, up. Um, kind of like how we talked about with Tiger Lily. Um, Aurora doesn't do too much. In, in terms of the whole movie, you know, no, she's obviously an important character. She sings one song. She does. <laughs> she's got like 17 she, lines of dialogue or something. She does get a song. That's absolutely true. But, mm-hmm. um, but you know, after her, she pricks the, her finger on the, the mm-hmm. spindle of a spinning wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, she's asleep for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, and then after she gets woken up by Philip, she's, that's the end. So there's no epilogue for her to have mm-hmm. more character. Um, I mean, she she comes back and she meets her parents essentially. Like she's like, oh man, uh, yeah, right? Like, that's hey. true. That's true. Whoa, <laughs> I'm your kid. I'm, pr- I'm I'm a princess. Yeah. What? Wow, yeah. shit! Now I've got lots of money. <laughs> and then yeah. her dress keeps changing. Oh yeah, between that's true. Pink Love that. Blue, yeah. um, which is really cool. And she doesn't even care. She's just like she okay. doesn't even like yeah doesn't even notice. She doesn't even notice. She's, I'm just like I'm cool with whatever. Color she's girls. lost in <laughs> Philip's eyes, so she doesn't even notice. Yeah, but um. But yeah, um, before all that, I think she has a good enough character, uh, um, despite having such a, a, you know, not a super short time in the movie, but a, you know, maybe a third of it. Yeah, yeah. These mm-hmm. these princesses are both very similar because they're mm-hmm. kind of passive characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they accept the world around them, and they kind of, you know, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's most people do that. That's not like there's nothing really wrong with that. They don't really. It's not like, you know, except for Cinderella, it does suck that she doesn't, like, try to escape or anything. Mm -hmm. Like, she just kind of... But where would she she go, though, you know? Yeah. Both of them make the best out of what they have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, despite the shitty situation they may be in, they they live their life, they accept it, and they make the best of it. Mm -hmm. And they both obviously have a love of animals. Like, both both have, like, that, you know, animal Mm -hmm. characters that are their friends Mm -hmm. kind of... Thing. Yeah, which which is kind of like <laughs> it, it it's become a a princess staple to have an animal sidekick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um but it's like a uh you know, almost in a satirical way now. <laughs> but but back when Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty were a thing, they were, you know, legitimately just there as animal sidekicks. So Yeah, mm-hmm. like animals, I mean, with Sleeping Beauty, there really isn't one standout sidekick. It's really like Right. Um, and Cinderella forest. too. It's like all of the mice. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, though in that case, I'd say Jack, Jack, and Gus. Yeah, were the two like the two main leaders, the I ones guess. that had names I and guess. and spoke the most. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, that's that's beside the point. So Jacob, yeah, Judge Ooh. Boy. Okay. Excuse me, it's Judge Judge Man. Judge Boy. <laughs> Thank you. What yeah. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I like Judge. I like Judge White a little. Bit. Judge White, <laughs> I won't lie. Yeah. All right. Um. Whew. Yeah. This is. Uh, I don't know. I. I feel like it's all easy. right. Thanks for listening. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a tie. <laughs> this is Good the final night. one of the night. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> These are probably the two movies I'd watched. I've watched the least out of. I mean, definitely out of the ones we've talked about tonight. Um. So I don't have a. 
ton to recall, but I think that um, with Aurora with Sleeping Beauty, I think that tale is really classic. It shows, uh, you know, someone that has a lot of smarts versus Cinderella, who's who's smart but also like very hardworking, and that's one of her kind of biggest qualities. Yeah, it's just it's really tough because uh, kind of like Robin said, they're both really passive princesses. Uh, where Sleeping Beauty Aurora is, um, yeah, she's in like a box for two thirds of the movie, right? Doesn't she get? She, she's in a bed at the top of the tower. Oh, I'm thinking of Snow White. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, did they bury her? No, <laughs> no. I was box? thinking of Snow White in that like casket. Yeah, yeah. you're right. She's in that glass casket. So they can <laughs> yeah. all just stare. Yeah, at they her. just stare. Or a casket. They, yeah, they. Glass well, they it with Snow White, they didn't know that a kiss could revive her. Right, yeah, they thought honestly. she was dead. So. Yeah, yeah like, so that's probably why they put her in a casket. Yeah, but why a glass one? It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, okay, so they she's in a bed. So she's, yeah. She's a Christ. <laughs> I like to believe they were going to bury her. No. And the prince came just in time. <laughs> yeah. Watch her decay. <laughs> It was for the viewing, Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have to smell the body while they viewed her. But they, but they definitely could watch. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, Sorry, so my bad. She wasn't in a casket. She was in a bed for like two-thirds of the movie. Um, not so, her fault. Not her fault, right, <laughs> of course. Uh, versus Cinderella is kind of actively doing stuff. And I, I think with Cinderella, I mean, there's so many tropes like we kind of talked about. It's like the very classic story. I think her prince is literally named Prince Charming. Yep. You know, yeah. I, He's not actually referred to as Prince Charming in the movie, but that is what people call him. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like, you know, and that's kind of what, um, versus Philly, man. He has a name. Uh, so I, <laughs> I, um, I, I want to go with Cinderella on this one. I, I think that, uh, yeah, I know. It's okay. Yeah. Go on, Jacob. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, we love you anyway. I mean, Go ahead. That, that's kind of it. Well, though. I love you anyway because I have to. Yeah, I mean, by law, I will, legally bound to love me. I will hate you forever because you didn't choose Briar Rose. That's, and that's, you know what, that's fair. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, I just, I, you know, that's what I have to go on. I think Cinderella had a lot a lot going on. It's an incredibly classic tale, you know, so when that story came out, when it was told, it was it was pretty mind-blowing. You know, the Rags of Riches story was it really a rags of riches cliche at that point? I yeah. mean, it was it was still sure. kind of new, <laughs> and and so I think that um, <sighs> yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Marcy. <laughs> it's okay. You know, both stories were written by the same guy. Well, at least uh, the adaptations that Disney chose to make their movies based off of were ba- were, were stories written by the same guy, oh, Charles nice. Burrell. So yeah, but Cinderella is objectively better. Um, I mean, there's so many versions of Sleeping Beauty. There's a grim version. And, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So there's lots of different versions that... Yeah. And, and the best version, Maleficent. Right, actually, I was going to talk about that. Maleficent <laughs> <laughs> You know, actually, Jacob, if you... if we, How about, guys, we accept Maleficent as canon and talk about... Because we see, we see more of Aurora in, in Maleficent. Anyway, Marcia's getting up. <laughs> yeah, she's like, hold the fuck up. <laughs> I got some shit to yeah. say. <laughs> we see we see more of Aurora and Maleficent than we with do in Maleficent, Sleeping Beauty. With Malef- uh, Maleficent do. in the canon, I choose uh, and Sleeping it's Beauty. For the worst. <laughs> so, Marcy, do you accept that choice? <laughs> if we accept Maleficent as canon, everyone can unsubscribe. <laughs> this channel has turned to shit. <laughs> yeah, get them off. Guess we're a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll stay on. 
as long as, long as Jake gets along. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my oh, God. Geez. Well, well you this know, has been eventful. Yeah, enemies were made tonight, and <laughs> <laughs> ideally lifelong. <laughs> and now Marcy's not coming over anymore. So, <laughs> so guys, since Marcy's final episode with the yeah. Black Ace, <laughs> I'm enjoying my last cup of wine here. <laughs> Marcy, what was what wine are you drinking? I am drinking a Honey Mead by Valley Ooh. Vineyards. Ooh. Nice, nice, yeah. good. Yeah, it's quite good. Uh, tonight is Mardi Gras, so Marcy splurged and bought three bottles of wine for this episode. She did not drink three bottles of wine for no. the episode, but just so just so everybody knows, you don't, you don't have to yeah. lie to the audience. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she almost drank this one by herself, though. I <laughs> I, had, I had like maybe a cup and a yeah. half. <laughs> maybe subconsciously she knew Aurora was going to lose and <laughs> probably had to prepare for it. That's why I'm here, I'm not here to make friends. It's <laughs> here to watch the world burn. But, um, yeah. But that'll do it for this uh, first part of the episode. Thank you guys for listening so much. Thank <laughs> what, you. You're chuckling over there, Robin? Yeah, no, I <laughs> I, I saw you like desperately try to wrap up for the last 20 minutes or so. so well, um, yeah, anyways. we really okay. do. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have a lot more episodes. Yeah, be prepared for the next one. It's going to be out uh, after this one, uh, the next week. Um, Roughly they come out, one week after yeah, this one. <laughs> they come out on Friday, so be prepared. Yeah. Um, um, Thank you very much. Uh, follow us on Instagram at mm-hmm. Black Case Diaries Podcast and on Twitter at Black Case Diary. Um, and then visit the blog, um, blackcasediaries.wordpress.com, where you can find more information about the princesses that we discussed tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you disagree with us or specifically disagree with Jacob, yeah, yeah bring the It's hate Jacob. On. It's, it's not it's us. It's not oh, them. Jacob. It's me. <laughs> Leave a comment or send us an email, uh, blackcasediaries at gmail.com. Yeah, but don't send them to Jacob. Send them yeah. to us. Uh, yes. Yeah, talk to us and we'll we'll let him know how you feel and how much you hate him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> As you should. <laughs> um, but yeah, this has been fun. Thanks, guys, yeah, for listening. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening. Yep. Case closed. Thank you, Jacob, for being our, our hey. judge. Hey, no problem. We really do appreciate it, Jacob. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'm always happy to, happy to help. Thank yep. you for long drive. You get the award for traveling the most distance. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to talk about that. How much time is left in the episode? <laughs> <laughs> what highway did you take to get here? <laughs> oh, now that you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. The road.